All right, Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs 10. So Proverbs 1 through 9 goes over the journey to wisdom. We went over that, right? Uh, if you're willing to ask for wisdom, if you're willing to seek the Lord for it, God will give it. But wisdom enters only into a heart that is ready to receive it. If Wisdom cannot enter into a foolish heart. Right? It's, it's opposites. Uh, and the fool will not hear wisdom. The fool will not hear instruction. That's why it's important to train your children in the way they should go. It's important to discipline them correctly. Because when they get to a certain age and you want to instill your knowledge, there comes a point in all of our lives where we want to pass on what we know to somebody else. When, when I was 20, I didn't want to, uh, I wanted to use all my knowledge for my own gain, right? But then there came a time where I wanted to start teaching uh, the 20-year-olds that were around me, okay? I wanted to instill everything I learned to help them, all right? Some will listen, some won't especially your own children. I want to I pass on everything I know to my children. But have I prepared them to receive all that I know? If they're foolish, if they're, the Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive far from them. If they're foolish, I, I'll be wasting my time. I cannot instill all my instruction, knowledge, and wisdom in their heart. It won't, it won't pass through. Okay, so we, we, uh, the Bible gives us instruction on how to raise our children. It gives us instruction, and as individuals as well. And Proverbs 1 through 9 um, helps us deal uh, with our own hearts and the, the uh, willingness. Do we really want to know wisdom? Do we really want to have wisdom? It's available to all of us if you want it. If you ask for it, if you seek it, know that it's, it takes the fear of God, is the beginning of knowledge, right? We learn that. Knowledge of what? Knowledge to the way of wisdom. Knowledge to understand all the ways of God and the things of God. And then with that comes the way of wisdom. And then we got to chapter 9 where it's introductory to wisdom now. Are you ready to get it? Well, here we go. Proverbs chapter 10. Now it's the Proverbs of Solomon. And this is where the Proverbs actually start in Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs 1 through 9 is the introductory, is the journey to. And in Proverbs 10, why? Because if you don't have wisdom, then you're not going to receive these Proverbs in chapter 10 and on to the end. It's just going to go right over your head, one in the ear out the other. All right, like you talk to some people, they don't get it. Uh, what's the Bible say? Just pass over them. They're not going to get it. Uh, don't waste your time. Uh, the Bible commands us only to commit to faithful men, Right? Who shall be able to teach others also? How many has ever made a commitment to people and they let you down? Right? Business owners, don't, don't waste your time on employees that uh, are not faithful. Well, can you make someone faithful? You cannot make someone faithful. Faithfulness is an attribute that does not um, rely on any help. Okay, that person has to decide to be faithful. You cannot help someone be faithful or make someone faithful. Okay, they have to be faithful. You have to be faithful. Faithful in what? You have to be a faithful person. Whatever responsibility is committed to you, you have to make sure it gets done. 
If you're someone who just brushes it off, then you are not a faithful person. You will be the one who's always going to try to defend yourself why you couldn't do the job, why you couldn't get it done, why you're late all the time. Uh, oh, I was late because I hit a pothole. Or are your tires okay? Oh, yeah, they're okay. <laughs> I don't make any sense. I was late. Why? Oh, I, I, I got behind a bus and I was late. Oh, you woke up one minute before you, you, you were supposed to be in. These are all uh, characteristics of an unfaithful person defending themselves. Okay, right? So you got to be faithful. Faithfulness comes with being wise. Let's look in verse, uh, did we pray yet? Let's pray. Lord, bless this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the book of Proverbs. I pray that you would open our hearts. Help us to receive this, Lord. And there's so much here. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Uh, look at verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. You notice how the Bible starts out as the first Proverbs in chapter 10, verse 1, uh, how it deals with family. You know, you're going to find out in uh in the rest of the chapters, chapters 10 through 31, that it deals with family and work. If we can sum up our lives, what does our life sum up as? Look in verse 2. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. The book of Proverbs can be summed up with family and work. Family is very important. Uh, it's important for me. You know, the main qualification of a pastor, what's the main qualification of a pastor? Victor? To have my family in order. That is the first thing. If I don't have my family... I have nothing. I could have, uh, we could have, be running the biggest church and the most ministries, but along the way, if I start losing my family, guess what? I got to make sure my family's first. That's first and foremost. It's family. God focuses on family. What's the Bible say? Whosoever findeth a wife, findeth what? A good thing. And, obtain, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. How can you obtain, why would you obtain favor of the Lord if you find a wife? Isn't it easy to find a wife? You can just get married. Oh, it's, it's pretty simple, right? And uh, if you find, you, oh, you got married and, and, uh, and now you got favor of God because you got married? Is that it? Just because you got married doesn't mean you found her as a wife. You know, there's People who are married for years and have never found their wife. They found a woman. They found a, someone. But a wife is someone different. Someone special. Someone created by God, designed for, by God for that husband. And to find her means you have to search for her. You have to bring out the best of her. You have to sift through all of the beatings of the wife. <laughs> Amen. As she yells at you and she doesn't cook sometimes. And you have to sleep on the couch sometimes and such. Amen. Uh, you have to sift through all that. 
and find who God made. Wow, God made me a wife. You know, sometimes it takes too long to find out. Uh, sometimes I hear older couples, they've been married for 50, 60 years, and it took them that long to say, you know what? I have finally found my wife after 40 years, 50 years of marriage. I've just been married to a woman all this time, but I still never found my wife. Whosoever findeth a wife, you got to look through all the faults of your wife, flaws. Whosoever findeth a wife findeth a good thing. When you can find her, then you find something good and you obtain favor of the Lord. Why? Because you identify, men, married men, you identify with what God has sought out in us. See, we're the wife. And God has to sift through a mess. He has to sift through, sift, sift through all of our backslidings and our disobedient heart. And uh, every time God wants us to do something, we don't do it, right? But when he finds us and you get saved, he says, I find a good thing. Amen? You read Song of Solomon. He's a good thing. He's happy with the wife that he has failed. And that means he's happy with you. Praise God. Amen. Uh, family is very important. What about the children? Children are the heritage of the Lord. God gives children. Do you know God gives children in the perfect time in your marriage? He does. God blesses us with children. Children are a gift. You say children are in a way. They're a headache. They're a heartache. Oh, well, life is, amen? But they're not. Without children, you have nothing to work for. You have nothing to hand down to. You have no momentum in your life. They give you a reason to keep going. They give you a reason, amen? Sometimes they give you a reason to stay married. Married couples, if you know what I mean. They give you a reason to stay married during the hard times. You say, we'll do it for the kids. Thinking you're doing it for the kids, but then God uses the children as a glue for the marriage in that hard patch. Amen? It's amazing how God uses the family. God uses friends to help us identify with him. Amen? The book of Proverbs has a lot to do with family and work. How about work? Let's look at verse 2. Treasures of wickedness, wickedness profit nothing. Profit nothing. When you've gotten uh, money by way of hard work, blessed by God, guess what? Somehow that money goes a little further, is blessed a little more. I've known some rich people in my life uh, that were rich, and they've gotten rich uh, in the past by some bad things. And guess what? They have not one dollar to show of it. Wealth gotten by vanity, what's the Bible say? Shall be diminished. Look at the people who win the lottery. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished. Wealth gotten by anything that is not blessed by God shall be. When it says shall... It means it's an absolute 
and shall be diminished. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Have you ever gotten what you thought might have been a blessing, but it actually turned out to be a curse? There are people who maybe gotten a new job position. They thought it was the greatest thing, but it wound up being a curse to them. The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Anything that is outside the spectrum of God's will and God's blessing in your life comes with sorrow. But when we uh, involve God in it and make sure God is for it, not against it, it's, it's okay. Lord, can you bless this? I'm going to go for it. Does God want us to be fruitful? How many say yes? Do you know there's a card, uh, a Christian card? When I say a card, uh, you know what I mean. Like, don't use that card type of uh, saying. Right? You know what I mean? Okay. There's a card that Christians play sometimes and say, uh, you know what? All I do is care about God. I don't care whatever happens um, with my life or with anything. It's, I, just wanna, I just care about God. Well, God's given us commandments to have wisdom, to be fruitful, to use our time wisely, right? To make the best of what he's given us. You know, God has given skills. Do you use your skills for God or do you waste them? You ought to use your skills for God. There are three T's that we say. Your time, you ought to use your time for God. How is using your time for God? Oh, it's going to church. Okay, that's good. That you're in church tonight, praise God. But you know what? Going to work is also for God. And whatsoever you do, the Bible says, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do it all to the glory of God. All. The Bible says to be fruitful unto every good work. What are good works? Do you know what? Being a father is a good work. You ought to be fruitful at being a father. Uh, Being a mother is good work. Being a daughter is a good work. Being an employee is a good work. These are all good things. If it's not bad, then it's good. Amen? And if it's bad, you need to get out of it. But if it's good and it's not bad, then God wants to bless it. So at work, God wants to bless it. When you're with your families, God wants to bless that. When you're at a birthday party, God, is it a good thing? Is it good to go to a birthday party? Hopefully, hopefully it's a good birthday party, amen? You're not doing bad things. But uh, if it's good, let God bless it. You don't have to run from God to do things uh, thinking God is against it. God is for every good work, and he wants to bless you in it. Let's look at Joseph for a minute. Joseph was robbed of his life, but did he miss out when he was in bondage in Egypt? He was robbed of his family. Did God bless him in Egypt? He ble- God blessed him immensely, right? And God wants to bless us. 
What did God command the children of Israel to do when they were taken uh, from ba- uh, to Babylon from, from Israel? What did God command the children of Israel to do? Anybody know? Katie? You know? Did you raise your hand? Does anybody know? What did God... Brother Johnny God? Huh? What, yeah, but what did God command them to do? Dana? No, when they were going to Babylon from, from Israel? He, he's, God said, listen, build your houses, have families, um, work and plant vineyards, and that I may bless you and make you a light there. Okay? God wants us to be fruitful in this land. And I'm not trying to preach a healthy, wealthy, and wise message, but we are dealing with Proverbs here. Okay? So God wants to take you. What, what's it better? What's it better? Is it better to uh, work or sit on the couch and watch movies? What, was, what would be the uh, better alternative? Well, isn't it true that, oh, God doesn't want me working. Let me sit down and watch movies. And that's any better? No, no, no. God commands us to be fruitful. Amen. You ought to be trying to be fruitful. Allow the Lord to do something with your life that where you're not wasting away, wasting your time, uh, because that is uh, not profitable for you. The Bible tells us not to neglect um, uh, our skills that he's given us for necessary uses. You know, there are skilled people in this very room. Let God bless you. Let God use that for his honor and glory and also for your family. Amen. Men, I want to speak to you for a moment. Um, And if you're married, wives, encourage your husbands to be fruitful. In their prosperity will be your honor. That's what the Bible says. In, In your husband's prosperity will be your honor. It is built in man to do everything for their wife. Believe it or not. But wives, you... Be the builder of that, of your husband. Okay? Encourage your husband. Do not discourage him. Encourage him. When he leaves that door, you say, go get him, honey. Go get him. Go get him. Be behind him 100% and let him know. Don't say, where are you going? He's going to work. Where are you? Every, you know, same thing every day. Uh, be behind him. Be behind him. In his prosperity is your honor. The Bible says, a gracious woman shall be honored and the strength of men is their riches. Meaning all the wealth that they've gained, everything that they acquired as a man, whether it be his stamp collection or whatever. (laughs) Men, you know how we get into weird stuff sometimes. Don't, Don't get into weird stuff. I met one time I visited a guy. He had his whole house packed with a stamp collection. I said, "Wow!" I said, "How much is stamp collection is worth?" He said, "This is my retirement." He said, "This stamp collection is worth millions." I said, "Stamps?" I said, "Do you use any of them to mail letters?" He said, "No, no, no, no. I'm saving them all." I said, "Well, when are you going to sell them?" He said, "Oh, I'll never sell them." I said, what, what are you, how are you going to get money? How are you going to retire with stamps? He said, I don't know. I just love stamps. I said, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't like stamps. 
I don't care for stamps, amen? I don't know why I got into that. But, I, you know, there's certain things that people get into. Uh, but make sure it's good. Make sure it's profitable. Make sure it's fruitful. Look at verse 2. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. When your heart is right for God, when you're humble and you have a fervency for the Lord and the fear of God and you put him first and you're putting him and striving and putting him first, let me say this, and you want wisdom, everything comes with it. Every comes, everything comes with the fear of God. What should I do? Should I work or go to church? If you fear God, you go to church. Should I do this sin or not do this sin? If you fear God, by the, the Bible says, by the fear of the Lord, men depart from iniquity. If you feared God, you'd be living right. If you feared God, you'd be doing right. If you feared God, you'd be making the right decisions based on, on what he wants you to do. If you feared God, you'll be faithful. If you feared God, you'll be walking in the ways of God. You'll be striving. And in that... Um, attribute of the fear of God, if you have the fear of God, comes many characteristics. When a person has the fear of God, comes all the characteristics of that fear of God. If I feared God, I'm going to depart from iniquity. That means I'm going to run the opposite way. If I feared God, I'm going to always be striving to put him first in everything I do. The fear of God. Make sure you have the fear of God. Tonight. All right, let's go uh, a couple more and we'll close. The Bible says, verse 4, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causes shame. Notice how the Bible intertwines family and in the business life, and the work life. It's important. Amen? Staying together. The Bible says, even thy father's friends forsake not. Having, um, uh, doing well, and having family right, bes right beside you uh, is a blessing from God. Verse 1 talks about uh, the father and the mother. I want to talk to the ladies for a moment. If your mother is still alive, make sure uh, your relationship with your mother is good standing. Men as well, make sure your mother, your relationship with your mother is in good standing. It's important to love your mother. The Bible says, forsake not your mother when she is old. Uh, despise not thy mother. Making sure your mom is okay. Don't forsake her. The Bible never gives a reason to forsake your mother or turn your back on your mom. It doesn't matter what type of mother you have. If she's your mother, you love her and you take care of her no matter what. All right, you owe it to your mom. Without her, you will not be here. Amen? So make sure you take care of your mother. 
The Bible says, a wise son maketh a glad father. Make sure you're okay with your father. Make your father glad. Show him that uh, you're doing well. Show him that the Lord is taking care of you. Look at verse 7. The memory of the just is blessed. I'm sorry, verse 6. Blessings are upon the head of the just. The memory of the just is blessed. Verse 8. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool uh, shall fall. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. You, it will come out. If you're upright, then your way will be upright. Okay? So there's, what I'm trying to say tonight is with every attribute that comes with being wise and comes with the way of the Lord comes characteristics that are attached to it. And it's a spectrum that overspreads into Every little detail of uh, family matters, work matters, relationships, people. The book of Proverbs can be summed up with uh, dealing with people and living blessed in this world. It all starts with what? Fear of God. We know that. And there's reminders throughout as we continue to go through this uh, to keep the fear of God. Let's look in verse 22. I'm sorry, uh, 21. The lips of the righteous feed many. The lips of the righteous. What's that mean? When you're wise... In the multitude of words, there lack, the Bible says there wanteth not sin. But when you're wise, when you have wisdom, remember, if you're at this point here, that means you have wisdom. If you made it to chapter 10, you got wisdom. You're there. And God now is building that. How much wisdom? He's building it. It's just going to multiply. Here you have the lips of the righteous feed many. God is going to make you a fountain of wisdom and strength for many. When people are going to come to you and say, can I ask you something? Can I ask for your advice? I need your help. And you're going to wind up feeding many. God's going to bless you. God didn't bless uh, the families of the earth. Or God doesn't bless an individual just for their own sake. God blesses it for his name's sake. And God will bless an individual uh, to help many. You remember the rich man? The Bible says the rich man, he had a lot. So what did he say? He said, I have so much. Therefore, I'm going to tear down my barns and build bigger barns. What a great idea, right? We need more. We need more. Uh, so what did God say? Anybody? Thou fool, thou fool, isn't, isn't that the truth? Thou fool, he's foolish. He had money. He was a rich man, but he lived for himself. 
Does a, wise, does, a, does a wise man live for himself? No. If you read Proverbs, he doesn't live for himself. A characteristic of a wise man will feed many. Just because someone is rich doesn't mean they're wise. Just because someone is poor doesn't mean they're foolish. You understand? God says, thou fool, this day thy soul shall be required of thee. God took him. So he died. And what happened to all of his riches? Couldn't do anything with them. He spent his life storing. And he had a lot. Couldn't enjoy anything because he just stored it all. With wisdom, you'll feed many. Wealth maketh many friends, the Bible says. We're not here to necessarily make friends. We're here to serve God, live for God. And in that, and in fearing God, comes riches, honor, and life. Right? All of them. Thou fool, this day thy soul shall be required of thee. The, the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. It means lack of wisdom. They, they die because of that. Uh, 22 says, The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. How many has uh, we went over this before. How many has take, gotten something and with it came a lot of sorrow? You say, wow, I wish I'd never got it. I wish I never took it. I wish I'd never. Um, it's just too much. I thought it had been good, but it wasn't. Well, we need to look for God's blessing. Next, next time, run it through the Lord. Make sure you run your decisions through the Lord. But when you're at this point, if you have wisdom, you're going to be running through the Lord. You're going to say, Lord, I thought I knew better before, but I know I don't. I trust you. Would you bless me? I'm asking you. I, I want to make the right decision. I don't want to mess my life up. Life is too short. And we don't need sorrow for nothing. Run it through the Lord. That's what he's there. He's there. He said, bring all your requests. Make all your requests made known unto God. Run it through the God. Run it through God. Run every decision. If you ran it through God, uh, God will take the responsibility of it. 24, the fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him. Uh, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. God knows what you desire. Amen. Just live right. Live for the Lord. 27, the fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Verse 29, the way of the Lord is strength to the upright. What are the, way, what are the ways of the Lord? Isn't that true? Sometimes we lose focus on why we come to church. Sometimes we lose focus on why we read our Bibles. And you stop and you notice, you'll start noticing everything else around you starts collapsing. What happened? That was the strength to you. 
That's what the Bible is saying here. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. But destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The way of the Lord. Walk in the ways of God. Walk in the ways of the Lord. They will be a strength to you. I tell people sometimes they, they, um, they, they're, 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 gone. they're done. Outside, they're, they're uh, breakdowns, and it's a mess. Some, some people are a mess. I'll, I'll say, listen, just crawl into church if you have to. Oh, well, I can't, I can't listen. I'm so messed up. I can't hear a word. I, I can't focus. I didn't ask all that. I just said crawl in here, all right? Get here somehow, some way. Do whatever you got to do. Why? Because when you start walking in the ways of God, somehow you start being strengthened. Strengthened on the inner man. Why do some people collapse at the smallest things? Because their strength is gone. How can others handle seems like the weight of the world because they got a strength that is not of their, of their own. It's of God. And may we all have that. It's available to you if you want it. It's available to me. Uh, the way the Lord is strength. 30, the righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, but the froward tongue shall be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. Isn't that true? When you're walking right, you're going to say, eh, something's, a, something's wrong about this. Well, how, 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 do you, how do you feel that? How do you, God gives you insight, doesn't he? You know what's acceptable. Why? Because you're, you're spotting out small characteristics of People that are out there that are disguised of maybe they're wise, but they're foolish, and you're able to spot it out. God gives you insight. The Bible says the prudent man, he foreseeth the evil and he hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Being able to avoid a pitfall and a snare God gives you, God gives his children, God gives people who fear him uh, that discernment, if you will. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh uh, forwardness. And importance here of family, our relationship with others, and how God is going to use you as God multiplies your wisdom. May you get the fear of God in your life today. Uh, may you uh, pursue to want to please God. And may I say this, be fruitful, be fruitful. May all of us in this room, every one of us, dig deep inside and say, am I being fruitful? Can I do more? Do you know and the attribute of being fruitful carries on to everything? If I, if I went ahead and asked a man, all he did was uh, sit down and watch internet videos all day, right? Did nothing. I said, hey, can you help me? Um, can, can you help me uh, on this job? It's a, it's a, it's a long job, 10-week uh, ten, ten job. And do you, How do you think he's going to be? 
Maybe the first day is excited and the second day is like, ah, I'm, I don't feel good. And, you know, those attributes start coming out. But you, go, you can ask a guy, he's seven years old and uh, worked hard every day of his life and uh, uh, just wakes up at 4 a.m., you know. He, he's like clockwork. Might not be as strong as a younger guy, but guess what? You know he's going to show up on time. You know he's going to be there. He's going to give his best. He's going to be honest. He's going to be faithful. He's not going to steal. A lot of it goes with uh, the characteristics of what you see already. You can't make someone faithful. I encourage you to be faithful. Look at, look at the works that you are in, uh, entitled to you now. Look, look at what God has put on your lap. The responsibilities you have. And make sure you're good at that. Make sure you're being faithful at that. Are you faithful at what and who you are right now? God's only going to commit to faithful people. So make sure you are faithful. If you're looking for more and you're not faithful to what God has put on your lap now, then you won't get more. You can't handle it. But if you're faithful now, God already sees it, and he'll be able to increase you. Okay? And those characteristics of someone faithful carries on to everything. You'll be solid in everything. And God is looking for people like that. A faithful man who could find May you be one. May you be a faithful person. Live for Christ and fear God. Amen. Hope it's a blessing to you. Proverbs chapter 10. Amen. And uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the book of Proverbs. We thank you for all you've, Lord, done and the instruction you've given us. May we apply it to our hearts. May we hear it. May you increase our understanding in the scriptures. May you bless us, Lord, I pray. Help us to be fruitful into every good work. Lord, help us, Lord, as husbands, as wives, as children. Uh, Father, whatever our responsibility or position is that you've given us, allowed us to have, may we be fruitful at it, not waste our life. And I pray you bless us, Lord. Strengthen us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for being here tonight. Remember, next Wednesday, we have our pie and praise service. Next Wednesday. Uh, so bring, is there a, there's a sign-up sheet, right, for pies? Bring your pies, desserts. What are you going to bring? Pizza pies, is that still a pie, man? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but we're going to have a great fellowship next week. Thank you for being here. And uh, sir, thank you for being here as well.